Yes, indeed. The war is deep. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that you are God, that you have made us in your image according to your likeness, Lord God, that you have secured us in this place and brought us forth to express your um, your truth in this earth through us. Lord, you express it, you teach it to us, you bring it to us, you've revealed it to us through your word, Lord, through your faithfulness, through your son coming to show and share with us what is going on. And so we thank you, Lord, for um, that revelation. We thank you for the sacredness of our identity, Lord God, in you. And we ask, Father, that you'd give us wisdom today, eyes to see, ears to hear, heart to receive, and to understand, Lord, not to be afraid, but to understand the war that is going on really in every arena, including this one, Lord God, of our identity and who we are, where we come from. And so I pray, Father God, that you would cast down the hidden works of darkness, that you expose those wicked ones who have tried to even uh, work hand in hand with the enemy to destroy your identity, your erase you from the face of the earth, Father. Give us favor. We thank you for the divine protection and promises you've given us that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that you will uh, defend us, defeat our enemy, Lord God. And so I thank you that we place ourselves in your hands. Obviously, we're already in your hand, but we willingly um, ask for that covering, that refuge, that place of safety and shelter, Lord God. And so we ask for your wisdom now. We ask that you'd gather us together and that this would become a great um, and powerful uh, resource for people to help understand the times, to know what to do in these times, and to stand in having done all to stand, Father, according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Just before we get started, I want to just remind you guys that we have uh, lots of resources at liferecovery.com, um, books, uh, tapes, uh, CDs, um, it, even on the, on the website, blogs, many, many uh, resources for you, tools and weapons to help you understand um, the war, understand what's going on, because if we don't understand the strategies of the war and we don't know what's going on, then we will surely be taken out by it. All right. So today we're talking about the war on our identity. Yes. Uh, you know, we hear a lot today about uh, cancel culture and so yeah, forth. No, well, cancel identity to try to erase the true identity of mankind. That is one of the great, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, one of the great plots of mm-hmm. our enemy. So, and it's not just to cancel, obviously, us, but to cancel and erase God, because we are the image bearers of God on the earth. Yeah, and when we go back to uh, Genesis one twenty six, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. God created man Mm -hmm. in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And then you go on, it says, Then God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the air, over the birds of the air. 
the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And he told them, too, what to eat. He said, I'll give you, mm-hmm. I'll give you all these green herbs for you to, mm-hmm. to eat. Well, just an aside. This is an aside, but it's a little interesting thing that the, the commandments that God gave, the very, very, very first commandments he gave in Genesis, um, there's about six or seven of them. And Satan has succeeded in getting us to erase uh, and break and uh, disavow every one of them. Number one, number one was, as you just read, now this is just an aside. This isn't what we're talking about today, but it's very interesting. The first thing, well, uh, Satan has gone after all these things now. One is that our male and female identities, um, canceling mm. out those identities, made in the image of God. He's trying to uh, bring discussion, bring division, bring uh, uh difficulty uh, over that basic, basic concept. The second one is to be fruitful and multiply. We've also done broken that by killing our offspring. He told us to eat the fruit, the herbs and the fruit. Of course, all we've we've consumed basically uh, and it been the artificial uh, imitation, GMOs, fake food, etc. The fourth one was to rest. We don't rest. Number five, uh, to leave our father and mother and be joined um, as one flesh. So we have the a crisis and a divorce on, on, on marriage and divorce. The sixth one, uh, to not cross the kinds, to keep everything straight in their categories and in their kinds. Don't cross the kinds. We've done that with all of our genetic modifications and all of our AIs and transhumanism. And all of that is to destroy eventually our DNA and our identity. And then the, the seventh one, of course, was don't eat the tree off the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which, of course, has opened up this revelation of evil. But if you look at now the identity made in the image of God, male and female made he them. He's very specific here in making us male and female. And in verse uh, Psalm, he reinforces this throughout the whole, the Lord your maker, you know, the creator, the Holy One of Israel. But in Psalm uh, 8, verse 4, he says, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you've crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all the sheep, the oxen, the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish that pass through the sea. O Lord our God, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. In Hebrews chapter um, 2, where he says um, he's he's giving some definition to our actual uh, ruling and reigning, our rank, after, as you will. Uh, chapter 2, he says, um, verse 5, For God has not put the world to come, of which we speak, in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the work of your hands. You put all things in subjection under his feet. Um, And then he goes on. It's interesting in the rest of that verse. He says, For in that he put all things in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him, but we see Jesus. So we see that Jesus is separate in a way um, from us. But we are also made uh, in his image, in God's image, and that the angels are our servants. So we understand that we are carrying the image of God. We are the image bearers of God. And I think this is very important to understand the battle that we're in. So in part of being the uh, in image bearers of God that we share, you know, we have emotions, we have intellect, we have a, we're spirit. God is spirit. We have spirit. We have soul. We have body. 
Now, God doesn't necessarily have a physical body. I mean, he manifested physically through his son, Jesus. But so there's that likeness, there's that oneness that we have, even though God is far superior to all of us. I mean, he's the Lord over all. But we're, you know, he's the great I am. And we are like the little I am's. And really, Marjorie, this is so important because realizing our true identity is is really the key to our entire life, Mm -hmm. all our relationships, and in our eternity, Mm -hmm. our eternal future as well. So... Right, and that's why you can see such a demonic attack against our identity as we see today. And they're not just canceling, like we said, culture. They're canceling us because the demonic right. goal, I believe, is to get us to let go of our humanity altogether, of our of our made in the image of God identity, uh, to make a way for what they have planned. And this is what they've planned. It's a very sinister thing. You, you can worry about, you know, the little things that are floating around right now, but that's small potatoes compared to what they're actually after. They're actually after uh, a post-human, transhuman, genetically modified, enhanced human, humanoids, hybrids, dehumanized people, not even people. You can't even, I don't know what, what, what noun you'd put after that, to dehumanize us uh, all because there's a demonic attack against the DNA because the DNA is the carrier, our DNA, human DNA, is the carrier of the image of God. And so they have to get us, Satan has got to get us to agree with canceling out our identity. I'm not male, I'm not female, I'm transgender. And there is a demonic uh, push, of course, to get to the place of being able to genetically engineer homosexual entities. This is actually part of a book that was written called um, Your Birthright, Birthright, Birthright. and it's, it's very interesting how everything on every level has come to try to destroy us by homo- creating engineered homosexual entities, a post-modern, post-human society. Um, and, and part of that is to weaponize, actually weaponize our DNA so they can create so, super soldiers so that they can take the, the reverence and the love and the identity of God out of us, that the, the relationship between us and God will be broken because there, we will be no more. Satan's perpetual goal is to steal, kill, and destroy God's creation, and mankind is the crowning yeah. of, of God's creation yeah. any way he can. So we have people that are motivated by Satan to to engineer those things mm-hmm. that you were talking about. You think of in the days of Noah, the, he was Noah and his family were the only ones left with good DNA. That's right. So the re- the ruining of the DNA, and of course, had already been accomplished <clears throat> we're at the, the place first time. now too, where yeah. we have vaccinations coming on the scene that are changing the DNA, the DNA okay. of the human being, under under the guise of protecting us from something that um, we have been terrified and made to be terrified of. And it says in the Bible, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If you fear something else other than the Lord, you're not going to be brought into the place of wisdom. And we think we've had, you know, decades and decades of the teaching of the lies of evolution, which are so, you know, that we just came from, you know, from the the goo to the zoo to you exactly type thing. And where, where people are thinking, well, I'm just sort of an accident. Well, exactly. You're, you're just a, a, an ecological uh-huh. accident mm-hmm. uh, evolving over billions of years. Yeah. And finally it came to you and there's no God, there's no purpose. Yeah. And so it's, and it's totally, no identity. and then we say that 
the the guys is that this is science and it's not science. No. It is the most false kind of science. But we've been sold the lie for so long that many people uh, believe. Well, just to elaborate on that, there's several attacks, and you mentioned the first one, um, the, the evolution that, you know, to destroy our identity, to confuse it, to um, call it into question, to create for the younger generation a massive confusion about where they come from and, and who so they are. so we're seeing now that people, that children are able to, should be able to choose their identity. If a little boy can choose to be a girl you know, well, when he's three or four years old. Well, the attack. Okay, so we first bring up the attack of mon- attack. monkeys. Uh, evolution in the textbooks, prehistoric. It's a theory, but they they actually treat it as if it's a fact. Right. Uh, the, the, you know, that we come from a prehistoric galactic force or collision um, that's given birth to the human, human genome. In, in a, it, to take God out of the picture, to destroy any dignity or sense of sacredness of the human life. And that's why kids c- commit suicide. People have lost hope in the sacredness of of their fe- their future, their identity, their value. You know, they're like a paper plate. When you're done with it, you just throw it away. Attack number two comes through sin and self-rejection. Sin separates us from God and creates a system of shame and guilt and religion where we're always uh, fearful and anxious and not sure of our footing in God's kingdom. Um, and to cut Adam and Eve off from their life source, it began uh, with their sin. And that began to cut off their life source. The third way of attacking is, or the system of attack is disorientation, where we have Daniel and his friends. This is an interesting story in the book of Daniel. Um, well, Daniel and his friends, you know, these are young men. These are very intelligent, good-looking, high-potential young men that are living in a very wicked, wicked culture where the sin got to the point where God mm-hmm. says, I've got to bring in... I've got a white. I got to bring my judgment. He brings in the Babylonians, and these guys, I'm, I'm believing they are really different. They're not. They're not all caught up in the sins of their culture. These boys and the kids. These boys are not. But but the, anyway, they get carried away along with the crowd. Um, some were left. In, a few were left in in the area of Israel, and a lot of them were brought into Babylon. And these were. Three young men that were brought into the pagan basically society. the pagan a pagan society exactly yeah and and so so they were brought into a new location well yeah so basically what they did is they they came to a new location okay a whole new environment from Israel a, so they were a pagan, disoriented a pagan environment mm-hmm. yeah and they were going to be reeducated we hear a lot today yes. about we need to be Certain people need, groups of people need to be <coughs> re-educated. Me, re-educated. And if so, they resist it, they're, they're persecuted, they're prosecuted, yes. they're um, b- blacklisted. And that is even now in our universities for people who oh. a man is a man and a woman is a woman kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it really is. they were given oh, new, yeah. a new education. Well, education well, deprogramming is and reprogramming. Yeah. They were wanted to learn the culture and the literature of Babylon. Mm-hmm. Okay. This pagan society. And then they were, another thing too, they're going to, they're given new food. Genetically right. modified dainties, <laughs> whatever it was, <laughs> but they had, the, you know, they were given basically junk food. You got to eat this fancy food, yeah. you know, this banquet Remember type they food. They, it? they said, "No, we just we we're just going to eat beans and lentils and, and lentils vegetables. and vegetables, and we're going to be fine." 
And they said, well, you, but, you know, you got to have this. And, you know, this is. You know what is interesting about food is that it made a covenant. If they would have eaten that food at that time, they would have made an agreement. Many times we make agreements through food that we participate in and we're eating, you know, even with the, you know, communion. You're participating. You're entering yes. into a covenant and agreement. But they refused the food and they also... Um, they they were given what new names? New names. Mm-hmm. Now it's interesting, which is a new identity. They, yeah. There was the attempt. We've got to give these Jewish young men a new identity, the identity of the pagan nation right. of Babylon. Well, the goal there was to disconnect them from fellowship with their uh, their god, the Hebrew god, and the place of their origin, uh, the, so that they would become um, victims of the sins of, of their culture. They were, of this new culture, they were trying to be immersed, pushing them into it to change their identity. Your name speaks of your identity, and even sometimes you get nicknames, or uh, and, it, and it gives you a certain identity that's really not a true identity. And so I'm just saying, parents out there, if you're have, still having children, uh, be careful how you name your children. Well, yeah, uh, and, and I'm how saying you raise your children. How you raise your children, but the names are very, very... Very well, even important. even that nowadays, I you know, you in the olden days, they would name their children biblical names, usually something from the Bible, some of the basics and standards. Right. But nowadays, we're we're naming our children after um, you know uh, stars and wood and forests and brooks and all kinds of things that really don't give a child an identity. I, am I am I am I a river? Am I a brook? Am I a star? Am I a, a forest? Am I a what? But you know, again. Uh, those names are the keys to identifying uh, your your who you are. See, these young men, uh, they retain their recognition of their true identity, even though they were given new names. Because we, we know these guys. We know of Daniel, right? And he, he was named Belteshazzar. And then we we had. Um, Shadrach. Uh, well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's how we know them. Yeah. We can, we can. Think, oh, we know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those are their bag, uh, Babylonian names that they received. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what their real names are, you have Hananiah, who means uh, means Yah or God has favored. Mishael means who is what God is. Azariah means. Yah or God has helped, and Daniel means judge of God. So they 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 were all connected with God. They all their names all, all connected, connected with, God. with God, and they were the Satan tried to take away those uh, that those give them new gods to reorient to disorient them. And this is what's happening today in our young people. They're very disoriented, and that's why they're so vulnerable to suicide and, and and hopelessness. So we have attack number one. We came from monkeys. Attack number two, sin separates from God, and we've got all this religious gobbledygook to try to fix that. Sin number three, or attack number three, is disorientation, trying to swallow us up in a society that is, uh, I don't know what the word would be. They're just... It's just a mud puddle. There's no identity. There's nothing distinct about us. There's nothing special about us. And then the tack number four is to set us up actually where we're at right now in competition with artificial intelligence enhancements uh, that will seek to devour us as a whole. And so all and and making us um, the the fifth attack is to. Uh, is, is sexual orientation. It's coming against our sexual orientation, making it a choice. 
um, giving us the right or encouraging people to use a legalistic right to cancel out their own identity. Um, and, and here's what's the problem. Why is male, female such a big issue? Because number one, that's what God said. That's the original that, first that's the, that's the foundational. Attack. Yeah. That's the attack here. You know, that right now, if you go to a place like Healthline, they'll say there's 64, at least 64 different sexual identities that you can adapt which for yourself. Be basically which one are you going to be? So God said there's two. How do you? And there's are, no definitions for those right. 64. So how do you? classify yourself as any one of them but why was it not good enough why couldn't we just stick with male and female so why is satan pushing this identity issue um to re-identify our sexual orientation because uh, he because why you should ask yourself why sometimes why is this such a big political push why why is this such a you know become politicized and weaponized and and become a divisive thing among us you know uh it's not just good enough that we can turn male against female now we have to turn male and female against every other option. But why is this? It's because there is a hidden agenda. There's a deeper agenda for all of this. And it's to take us down at the very root and core of who we are, the the very root and core of our identity to create confusion and to threaten those who do not go along with this madness um, with demonic demands and and hate and uh, disorientation. They, They you know, they're creating the word hate, hate, hate. You hate, hate. Well, who are the real haters? Who are the ones who refuse to allow those created by God to enjoy that dignity and goodness and to express themselves as made in the likeness image of God and, and the, their creator and pursue that life? Who is creating this big row, war, uh, over conflict over this? Let me tell you something. The way Satan has done this for years, he's been at this. This isn't a new thing. I mean, obviously, he wants to get, this is one of his crowning attacks is to destroy our identity, and he does it through sexual assault. Many of the people, uh, as children, many, 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 more than you might think, have been sexually assaulted, sexually abused, and what happens there is when your sexual identity is uh, attacked uh, or, or threatened or disoriented or you become uh, ashamed, you become, you feel dirty, violated, um, your innocence has been destroyed, mm-hmm. then you wander, you begin to flounder, you don't know who you are or where you're going uh, or, or what good are you or what's the point anymore because I'm ruined, etc. So why is that? Because we're made up of body, soul, and spirit and our identity, the, it says in the Bible, if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? So the very foundation block is male or female. And so when you become confused about that through the sexual assault, um, it's like taking an ice pick and jamming it in the growth center of a seed, a, a kernel of corn. Once you jam that ice pick in that growth center, the whole corn is distorted. It, it may not grow. It may grow distorted. It may not produce anything. It's destroyed. It's ruined. It's hurt. It's damaged. And so what happens here is um, our basic, who are you? When, when someone asks, who, who are you? The first thing, you're, you're first responsible, who is that? Well, she's a, she's a young lady or she's a young, he's a young man or there's a, a male, a female. We, you know, that's the basic building block of who I am is my sexual identity. And from that springs all kinds of other lovely things that God has created and imparted to you um, to, to develop and to become. So what's happened now is the floodgates have been opened. Uh, the floodgates of confusion of your sexual identity. So basically, 
like you said, Marjorie, getting at the very, attacking the very core of our identity. We were created in the image of God. We're created male and female. Those two things, those two basic truths are being systematically attacked like never before. Right. And they're decreasing that amount of humanity through experiments, through cloning, um, through, uh, you know, gene therapy and uh, under the guise of fixing genetics, uh, you know, modifying deadly diseases and being able to correct them and stuff. Under that guise, we have now been able to dilute, dilute the human genome and to making it less and less and less human. Yeah, and a lot of it, a lot of it does come through vaccinations of various kinds. Well, they have to insert it somehow, and right. they, they have to insert something artificial, something di- diabolical or demonic, into the human body to get it to work against the human body. And in the olden days of Noah, they didn't quite have that sophistication. It wouldn't appear. But they had that sophistication through choices they made to worship pagan gods. So they were taken over by demons uh, before the flood. I mean, they were all, you know, just given up to uh, well, Nephilim. evil. Yeah, Nephilim. There, there, was, yeah. there, there yeah. was the Nephilim. The, yeah. the, working, the enemy working to destroy through, the genome through the these... Uh, sexual intercourse between with, angels, between fallen angels, angels and humans. Yeah, and humans. And so you, you produce this... Um, new thing, entity, new entity that yeah. God did not create, and right. so you know, and and it says when God created Adam and Eve, He breathed into them, and they Adam, and he became a living soul. God's breath was in him. There is no breath of God in these entities and creations that are coming forth now. So you have several uh, arenas in which the devil's attacking. You have the one where you you do the you know cross pollination. You you try to disrupt the genome. You insert. Uh, a vile thing um, to c- confuse the process, and then, or you can just get the person to sin, sin, sin until they become a Gaborim. They turn, they they are transformed into an evil, lost, um, ad- adulterated, diluted, inhuman entity. So you see, um, Daniel and his friends. Let's call them by their real names: Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. They had a foundation in God, in who God is, in their very names. They had the identity of, of the Word of God. They knew that they were only to eat certain things. They were not uh, able to worship. They were not to worship foreign gods, and that was another test there. They they trained them. They were wanting to train them to worship these the gods of, of Babylon. But they had that foundation. Well, Marjorie, I'm going to ask you a question here. What about today so many children are not given a biblical foundation Mm -hmm. in God as to who they are, who you are as a child, uh, who we are as your parents, and who God is? There's not that foundation. So if you said, quoted earlier, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Mm-hmm. So they were; these guys were able to stand against the evils of their day because they knew who they because were. Because they knew, they who, they knew were, who they were. Mm-hmm. But what about kids today that don't have a clue who well, they are? Really, they're they're being defined by their by an evil culture. Well, this is where we're at. This is very dangerous 
it is the end of humanity, really, if you want to look at it with gloom and doom. This is the absolute end. How are these children who have been abused on every level from conception, you know, if they can even get through the birth canal safely, then they're misfed, mistaught, misled, abused in every way, shape, and form. How can these children, except for the the, the God particle that's in them, uh, the Holy Spirit, bring them to any sense of who they are and identity? And most of them get swept away, get lost in the flood of uh, society, peer pressure, education, expectations, um, and they're following the example of their disoriented and confused parents if they have parents. But so here's what Jesus said. He was he was concerned about this too. He said um, he would have to cut short those days, the last days. He said, lest no flesh would be saved. There, in other words, the uh, the attack on human flesh is so um, intense mm-hmm. that. If he doesn't come back, there would be no one be, uh, be savable. Even now, um, they're rejoicing over, um, I'm just in this book again, Rebirth by Tim Alvarino. He's talking about, they're all excited about making a mouse that's 4% human. Okay, what are we doing here? We're making mice human and humans mice. Um, you know, all this in the name of science, but it's not even, It's not in the name of common sense. It's not in the sa- in the name well, of, well, of see, worship or submission to God. And it's the, in the, it's in the name of rebellion. Right. The rationale here too. The, the 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 premise. It's a lying premise, but it's that this is part of our evolutionary process. See, this is rooted. So human this 2. is 0. rooted in evolution. This is the next step, and that we're getting better and better and but better. But what we're doing, but is we getting... have to we have to do it through artificial intelligence, yes. artificial enhancement. But actually, the human race is devolving. That's right. We're not evolving; Absolutely. we're devolving. That's right. We're falling apart. But that's the rationale that this is the next this step. Is better. This is better to make us all better. We can run faster, jump mm-hmm. higher, see better, think better, yeah. see better, all that sort but of thing. But but these things, this. Artificial intelligence, uh, genetic modifications, readaptations um, to enhance the human being are really lies mm-hmm. to destroy us from the simplicity that is in Christ. Um, and it's so, not enhancement; it's destruction. No, no. So this is why Satan is pursuing this sexual identity, sexual orientation, transgender stuff so much, and then creating a big war over it and big arguments over it because he wants to really ultimately erase God from the face of the earth as mm-hmm. he is seen in his likeness and image through human beings um, to the very root and core. Satan wants to div- divide us, confuse us, annihilate us, remove us, eliminate us. He hates, he hates. See, Satan wants to get this whole world purged of humankind, anything that gives him any uh, recollection or remembrance or reminder of God. He wants mm-hmm. everything out of here that was uh, anything to do with God. I because it just bothers him that we are here still. We have been given. Remember, he said he made us a little lower than the angels. He has given human beings. Now, let's go back to this part of it. He's given human beings the right, the power, the authority to do kingdom business on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And he's given us power, he says, over all the power of the enemy to bind, to loose, uh, to forbid and permit. And yet, how many people are in that place where they could even think to do anything uh, you know, legislating the kingdom of God on earth, how many people are there? 
I was looking at the other day at the uh, great seal of the state of South Dakota. Um, you know, every state has its own official seal and emblem and stuff. And I thought, I looked at the fine print and then I looked at it closer and I thought, oh my. And it said on that South Dakota official seal, under God, the people rule. And right. I thought, wow, is that power? You know, and, and we have the spirit these days that says, you know, the people rule, the elite rule without God. Yes, they try to. But, but think of that. And this is really what well, when we, we said at the beginning, God said dominion, have dominion yes, over, the, yes. uh, over everything under God, under God. The people rule. That's how God has set this up from the beginning. He said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. This takes tremendous courage and a foundation, sure footing. Ephesians says, stand. When you wrestle against powers and principalities, uh, spiritual wickedness, he says, stand. And having done all, stand. Stand your ground. Stand your identity. Stand your humanity. Don't budge. Don't give in. Don't don't uh, be persuaded by those who bully you. And this is what the Satan is doing, is bullying us. In, in John chapter 8, we have the, the ultimate uh, conversation, really, that Jesus had with the wicked rulers of the day, the religious, the Herodians, the Pharisees, the whole nine yards, they're all after him. And they were challenging him. The Pharisees said to him in, in 813, um, you bear witness of yourself, your witness is not true. In other words, you can't tell us who you are because you don't have any right to tell us who you are because you don't know who you are and your witness is not substantiated. And then Jesus answered and said to them, even if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. Here's why. Comma. Because I know where I came from and where I'm going. But you do not know where I come from and where I'm going. You are you judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. He's saying, here's how I know who I am and how that I have authority. Because I came from the Father. I came from heaven. And this is the basic bottom line you have to ask yourself. Where do you come from? Where do you, oh, I come from my mother. I come from my father. No, you don't. Where do you ultimately come? Where do they come from? Where do we come from? We come from the mind and the will of God. God brought us forth by his own will and intention, made in the image of God, called forth by him, created in his image, brought forth, come from, where'd you come from? I came from heaven. Where are you going? I'm going back to heaven. Yes. So your identity is defined by where you came from, your, your orientation. Where were you come? Where did you come from? So if, if we are made by God, even though Satan tries to disrupt, corrupt, confuse, just twist, pervert, get us to pass legislation, persecute those who want to remain male or female, those who stand for the truth, you know what? That's where we are right now. That's where you are. So you're going to have to decide to stand and having done all to stand. You don't need to give up your identity. You don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to do all these things because of coercion. We are Satan is coercing people in every way that he can. And we're like little sheeple and we follow and we don't stand. You want to stand and having done all to stand. You're going to have to know who you are. That's the bottom line. The bottom line is who gives you a right to stand against these people? Who gives you a right to speak for God? God does. Why? Because he made us in his image to represent him. And Satan cannot have, you know, us. He cannot erase us and thereby erase God. That is not going to happen. God is God always. Uh Daniel and his friends were able to stand because they knew their true identity. And Jesus, they didn't participate. They didn't participate in the false demands and the demands that they be identified any other way. In, well, who's to say they wouldn't have been killed? They right. just stood up and said, no, we're not eating that food. Right, right. They stood there. And Jesus, there's about 20 times 
in John chapters 6, 7, and 8, where people are challenging his identity. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're, you're born of your fornication. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you have a demon. You're, mm-hmm. you're, they had all these different opinions. A wine-bibber. Yeah. Trying to give him an identity, about 20 different identities. And Jesus said, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the book of John talks, you know, Jesus, we, we read about the I am's of Jesus. You know, he said, I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the uh, good shepherd. I'm, you know, the light of the world. I'm the way, the I'm truth, the bread and the life. life. Yeah. I'm the bread of life. So he was able to stand against all the opposition of the enemy, of the enemy that came through the religious system, the political system, because he knew his true identity mm-hmm. and he stood there. This is the this is the last barrier that Satan has to break through before he can take over the world. This is the last one. He's broke through the sacredness of life, uh, getting people to be passively agreeing with abortion. That's a passive agreement. If you if you make no agreement, make no decision, you have technically, according to the devil, you've agreed. So he's broke through all these sacred things. He's broke through uh, demands, uh, uh, controlling, legislating. I'm going to tell you what, that you need to start reading your Bible in desperate seriousness according to what God is going to do. Otherwise, we would lose hope. We would be, of all men, like Paul says, most miserable. But, but... This battle belongs to the Lord. It belongs to Jesus Christ. He is here to protect and and defend us. But you must pay attention to that. I'm going to just suggest one more thing. If you have children that are being educated in these corrupt systems, please, and we do, you either as a parent need to un-indoctrinate them when they come home from school. You need to present to them the word of God. You need to teach them out of the word of God. You need to show them who they are so that they can be like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and stand and having done all to know who they are and to stand and not be afraid of being killed. These are the three guys too were thrown in the fiery furnace later, um, you know, mm-hmm. and they didn't bow and they didn't burn either. So God was God in that particular situation and he will be God again. And if we die a martyr's death, then we go to heaven. If he pres- preserves us in the fiery furnace, then we can serve him yet longer. First Peter 2, 9, this is part of our true identity as believers in Jesus Christ. He says, but you are a chosen generation. It means like a family race. Yeah. Okay. You are a chosen generation, Mm -hmm. a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. There you go. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who were once not a people, but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained, obtained mercy. mercy. What is that, First Peter? First Peter 2, 9 and verse 10 also. Read that to your children. Begin to train your children up in who you, who you are, who they are, where you come from. You know where you come from, and that's the, the basis for your identity. Jesus says, I know where I came from. I know where I came from. I know where I, we came from God. We came from heaven. So, Father God, this battle is severe. It is insidious. It is diabolical. There's no other way to explain it. And yet, Lord, we look to you. We bind and forbid this huge avalanche onslaught against the human DNA, against the human being. Father God, that's trying to disorient and confuse children, young people uh, on their sexual identity and giving them all kinds of options, which are not even defined. Yeah, oh, Lord God, we just pray right now that you'd bring great wisdom and clarity and peace 
to your people and cause them to comfort themselves in the pages of your word, O God, in the counsel of the Holy Spirit, and not to grow weary in well-doing. Lord, we give you praise that you deliver us, Father. Our children, protect them, Lord, that not one of them will be lost. Give us your clear revelation, Lord, and it's there in your word. It's all right there. Ephesians chapter 1 gives a great um, outline of our true identity as well. Take a look at that, folks. But Lord, I thank you, Father, that we are chosen by you. We're created in your image. We have a strong purpose. And we're not we're not weak. We're not intimidated. We're not going to be redefined or defined by the world around us, by the pagan culture, by the lies by of the, the enemy. We are plans. defined by you. We are yours, and we are called to be who you have made us to be. And Father God, we also pray one more thing that you would not allow us to sit and listen, just sit and listen and absorb. Get us out into the battle, into the front lines to stand up, to speak, to say no, to use our words, Father God, to resist the devil. To There's more of us, really, than, than of them. And yet they have convinced us that there's many more of them. They have all the leverage. They have all the power. But Lord God, they don't. You do. So I pray that whoever's listening today, that you'd inspire them to do something to help to um, reach out, to, uh, to speak encourage, up. to speak up, to resist the lie, to tell the truth, to, to take a young person aside and take time with them, spend time with them, show them that you love them, show them that they're important, show them that you care. You can do something. You can do something. And you, for your, for the sake of your eternal destiny and for um, well done, good and faithful servant. I would, we would encourage you to do the, these things now because today we have. We don't know if we have tomorrow. We don't know, but use your your God given blessings and I to help do something. When you see a need, do something to help. And so, God, give us the courage, give us wisdom and direction by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.